Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. It is 635 on this Thursday morning, 26th day of October 2023. I'm John Reed and... We are glad you're waking up with us here on News Radio WRVA. And as has been our a pattern over the last couple of weeks, we want to go to the other side of the planet, to Jerusalem. Jordana Miller, our ABC News correspondent who's covering the, the continuing conflicts in and around Israel, is with us. Jordana, good morning to you. What is uh, the latest on the ground there? Well, Israel is holding off on its ground incursion into the Gaza Strip. Um, But last night, for the first time, it carried out what it called a significant raid in the northern Gaza Strip. That is sending tanks and special forces uh, to attack one particular uh, target uh, where the Israeli army uh, spokesman says both militants and what they call terror infrastructure were were taken out. Uh, This was a raid that took several hours, uh, and then the soldiers uh, and the tanks returned back across to the Israeli side. Now, this is maybe what we are going to see over the next uh, several days, perhaps even weeks, uh, before Israel launches a massive ground incursion. Uh, This will give what the army describes as time to set the stage for a larger uh, operation, Uh, go in and continue to kind of weaken the enemy, as they call it, Hamas, uh, the terrorists that run the Gaza Strip. Uh, And that strategy will allow a few things to happen. Number one, we'll have more time to work on freeing the hostages. Uh, Today, Israel, again, revised up the number. 224 are believed to be held uh, in the clutches of Hamas. Uh, And Qatar yesterday signaled that there's progress being made in a deal that could possibly see uh, dozens of the civilians, the non-combatants, released, women, children, the elderly. Uh, It will also allow the delay in the ground operation will allow Israel to um, train its troops more, get things in place, uh, and even it appears for the United States to make sure that everything is in place for all contingencies, all possibilities that perhaps Iran and its proxies could attack U.S. troops and assets. Jordana, observing this from over here in the United States, one of the questions I keep coming up with is, we're three weeks into this, there doesn't seem to be a desire to stop 
Uh, there seems to be a desire for a ceasefire, but not a desire to surrender or change uh, uh, the, the, the position of Hamas and the Palestinians. In fact, in the United States, it seems like there's been a rising voice from Palestinians who are on the ground in the United States to push back against Israel. Is What is your sense on the ground? Is anybody giving up here? Is there any... Uh, you know, please show us mercy and stop this, or is it just a demand for a ceasefire, presumably with the time passing and then a reload for more savagery? Well, I don't think in Israel, at least in the political and military circles, there's any hesitation in moving forward with the ultimate goal of, you know, a ground invasion to get, you know, to get rid of Hamas's power and military assets in the Gaza Strip. Um, The question now is how, uh, and of course, the civilians in Gaza, you know, part of the delay will also allow more civilians to move south. And uh, for Israel, Egypt, the UN, and the U.S. to work out a plan uh, to get more aid into the Gaza Strip uh, quicker I mean, we've seen, you know, at the end of today, maybe 75 truckloads uh, over a span of five days. Uh, that's nothing, right, for this population. The Gazans used to see 300 trucks come in each each day, and that was during peacetime, not war. Um, and that doesn't include any fuel. You know, the hospitals are running low on fuel. So, you know, the international community needs to figure out a way to get more aid, and more fuel into uh, the the places that will help the civilian population. And certainly one of the factors holding up Israel's ground incursion is the need to see more civilians get out of the firepower that will be unleashed on Gaza City in the north, telling people, you know, to continue going south. Um, but this is war. And it is not an exact science. And even we heard yesterday from Gazans who went south who still were injured or had family members lost in the south when Israel went after the city of Khan Yunus. So, you know, it is, um, it is a heartbreaking situation for Gazans. That is the truth of it. And that is always the truth of these conflicts with Israel. You know, the people of Gaza suffer the most. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to underestimate the value or compare lives. But in the end, you know, there are thousands of civilians who die in Gaza every time there's a conflict like this. Right. A a difficult situation. Jordana Miller, I appreciate your um, eyes on the scene from ABC News. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. You know, back here at home, I don't know that this has gotten as much attention as it deserves. You know, on all of these college campuses, are you surprised? I have to admit, I'm surprised that so many students have decided that they've seen what we've seen, presumably, right? I mean, I, I guess if you're in college these days, you're actually watching a little bit of news, maybe. I mean, is everything Animal House these days, or is it all left-wing activism on campus? That's it. Uh, you've seen the same thing we've all seen, and there is a core group, and I don't know how big it is. This is one of the things I'd like to get a hold of. 
there's a core group on most of these major campuses that seems to support the Palestinians. And they're pretty rabid about it, it seems. I mean, like the fact that there was a terrorist activity that started this whole thing really doesn't seem to phase these students. In fact, I, I don't want to overstep here, but it seems like they're cheering that on, that type of terrorist activity. Um, you know, I think in previous generations there'd be a certain sense of shame that this was barbaric and brutal beyond belief. Not that there was a fight. There are always fights. There are always um, armed incursions in different parts of the world. And you know, there, there's injustice that must be fought. I mean, uh, that, that, I think that's a part of, of the college examination of the world you've inherited. And, of course, when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, you think that none of this would happen if you had been in charge. I mean, it's just the old people who are so stupid, right? I mean, I think that's a generational thing that is constant, uh, the history of mankind. The younger generation reaches adulthood and they don't understand how the previous adults left them in such a mess. <laughs> Just watch what you do. How Watch how you screw it up. Uh, so that I, I'm not as offended by as this open hostility. And, and it appears to me flat-out approval of the terroristic behavior. And, you know, George Washington University, <clears throat> I thought this was pretty stunning. A group of pro-Palestinian students started projecting messages onto the side of the library, which I think is named for a Jewish individual at GW. So they started putting things up that, that said... Uh, divestment from Zionist genocide now, free Palestine from the river to the sea, glory to our martyrs. So now that one really jumps out at me. Glory to our martyrs. So what is that? I mean, GW has had a um, pretty diverse student body, and my understanding is uh, that they have made a consistent effort to try to bring in let's be honest, very, very wealthy Arabs to go to school at GW. I don't think it's so much that the administrators at GW really want uh, diversity. I think they see uh, cash register signs going off in their head, and they think, let's bring in wealthy Arabs who will pay full freight here, and it will cover a lot of our expenses and a lot of these you know, outrageous salaries that we're paying these uh, dimwit professors. But there's a downside here where the people you've brought into the United States don't have the same reaction to what has occurred overseas that the average American does. In fact, it appears to me that there and I don't wanna I don't wanna paint too broad a brush here, if that's possible, they seem to be really excited about the brutality. You know? I mean, can you imagine? projecting on the side of a building glory to our martyrs after what the martyrs did to the Jews in Israel? I mean, chopping off the heads of babies, raping women, kidnapping old ladies and children, uh, uh, brutalizing entire families, glory to our martyrs. 
Now, you could just sit there and stuff your face with hamburgers and look at that and go, oh, wow, that's an interesting story. Wow, that's, uh, I don't really like that. And then you flip to your next Netflix show. But I think that would be short-sighted because a lot of these people who are behaving this way and reacting this way are your neighbors. And that should alarm you that this is their reaction. We got a problem on our hands, whether we want to admit it or acknowledge it or not. This immigration policy is terrible, and some of the behavior that's on display demonstrates that when this battle comes to the United States, it's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. It's going to be a problem right here in our streets, in our schools, in our workplace. And we should pay attention to that and maybe change some of our policies so that it doesn't wind up blowing up in our face. Just a thought. You paying attention to this? 647 on this Thursday morning. I'm John Reed. You're listening to News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.